Good morning. I hope everyone's doing well today. I needed to set a new thumbnail at the beginning of this video, so I went ahead and started that uh, intro right after you got the first little hint, a glimpse of me, just so it shows up better with the streaming service, the way it shows up better on social media. So there you go. You got a little preview of my face before we went live and started the intro video. Hope everyone is doing great today. Good morning, Sal. People already tuning in or live coast to coast and around the world for midweek motivation live with patrick lee that is me patrick lee your host today i want to talk to you about being you ubu is the title of the show today we have talked to, on on we've skirted around this issue in the past um today it's a, a little bit of a different uh little different thought process on that about being uh, we've talked about being the best you numerous ways to talk about being the best you that you can be, how to improve yourself. But today I want to talk about you being um, you being an original. Not uh, there, there are things in life that, that demand, especially in today's day and age, there are things in life that demand original thought. There are so many things that we have done in the past that have got us to where we are now, but the same thinking that we have now is not going to be able to carry us forward into the future, into the next step of our life into the next chapter, into the next season, call it whatever you want. New thinking, new thoughts, new ideas, new strategies, and new processes are what's going to be uh, needed, necessary, to carry us forward. Many of you work in an industry that's probably done things the same way for many, many years. I'm going to tell you a story in here a little bit about a young guy who uh, took on a huge new career turn at the age of 35. No, it's not me. I'll give you a hint. It's not me. Um, he's an educator, a very, very savvy young guy, tons of new ideas. Uh, we're going to get into that story here in just a little bit. But um, what this is all about today is setting a precedent versus doing it the old way. How many of you can understand that if you've done things the same way, um, as long as you can remember and those ideas, those strategies, those processes have gotten to where you are today, but you continue to move forward in the same mindset with the same ideas, the same methods that have that have worked in the past in a smaller world, in an older world, in a less technologically advanced world, that those things have gotten you to where you are today, but they will not get you to where you need to be. Uh, a lot of people say that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and over again, but expecting a different result each time you do it. How many of you can attest that that would be insane if you continue to do things the same way and you continue to get the same result, then you may need to change what you're doing to get a better result. So my challenge to you today as we first start the show is, will you be, will you be a person who will set a precedent? versus doing it the old way. Big thinkers come in with big ideas, new ideas, um, new processes, new strategies to change the old way of thinking. Uh, many times a new president comes into a company, a new manager comes into your department. Maybe you are that manager. And they, the employees that you take over in your department or in your place of business will tell you right away, hey man, don't rock the boat. This is how we've always done things. And these are, the, these are the methods that we know work for us. But you have new ideas, new strategies, new methods. And you want to do things your way. And you have it in your mind. You have the idea in your mind when you took over that position. 
when you bought that company, when you bought that business, when you decided to move forward with your ideas, your goals and your dreams, that you had a way that you would do it. And many of you I know, especially here in the state of Texas, if you're listening to me, we're big thinkers and we're individuals. We're not necessarily rule followers. I didn't, I wasn't born here in Texas, but as the old saying goes, but I got here as soon as I could. Right after high school, I moved to Texas from the state of Oregon to think new thoughts, bigger thoughts, new methods, um, and to chart my own course in life. I didn't want to stay in the same environment, doing the same things that all of my friends had done and getting the same results that all of my friends got. I came to Texas to think new thoughts, to have a start a new life, to think bigger. So I got to Texas as soon as I could, and it quickly became apparent to me that this was the land of opportunity. Someone with a good idea and new strategies, new ideas, new methods uh, can achieve great success. In Amarillo, Texas, where we are today, we have one of the greatest success rates of business, new business and business startups in the nation which is incredible. If you have a great idea here in Amarillo and you start a new business, you're more likely to succeed. If you're honest, if you do a good job, you work hard. A lot of those things never change. Okay. Grit, determination, hard work. There's no substitute for that, but a new way to do something, a new concept, a new idea, a new way to do some of the same things that we've done before will make you very successful in Amarillo, Texas. And chances are in your neighborhood, in your state, in your city, in your neck of the woods, as we like to say, that could be the same for you, right? More people tuning in, watching the show. Love that. Y'all comment if this is making sense to you, if you're ready to go today. If you're a big thinker, Put some comments in here on here and we'll throw your comments up on screen. This is being broadcast live to um, Facebook and Instagram today and then uploaded directly after to YouTube as well. We have new Instagram, not Instagram, um, LinkedIn, new LinkedIn campaigns starting here next month as well and new YouTube campaigns and a Buzzsprout um, podcast channel that is starting this week, as a matter of fact. So, yes, new ideas, new methods, new strategies are very important to what we do. Um, and if you do that where you are, um, you can probably be very successful if you do, like I said, if you have hard work, determination and grit um, and a, non, a, a never quit attitude. Um, whatever the mind, I'm going to keep, I left this comment in here from the previous show because this was a great quote from Napoleon Hill in Think and Grow Rich. Whatever the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve right? And many of you have heard this before. You don't, maybe, maybe you don't remember where it was from, but someone has said this to you before, whatever the mind can conceive and believe it can achieve. How many of you remember on Star Trek 50, 60, 70 years ago, they had the communicator and it was a flip phone. It was a version and a pre a precursor or a new, an early version of what that flip phone ended up looking like, Right. So many of the things that we have seen in the past, the, I, someone had the idea, they conceived it, and then they believed it, and it became real. It may be years later, but that idea became truth. What the mind can conceive and believe, it can achieve. So big dreamers, big thinkers come up with big ideas, and they set um, strategic goals that are achievable. And even if you shoot for huge high goals that you may never attain, 
at least you'll be further down the road than if you didn't set any goals at all. Does that make sense? So remember that if you can conceive and believe it, you can achieve it. So if you want to move forward with, with that idea, are you going to set a precedent? What is a precedent? It's a new idea, a new foundation of that idea of the way that you are going to do things. When someone comes into a business, they set a precedent with a new idea, a new strategy or a new method. This young man I was going to tell you about came in to, uh, to run a school years ago and he became the most successful president of a university at 35 years old. This young man, uh, Charles Elliott, Chuck Elliott, uh, he became the president of a university. The university had about 400 students at the time, had been around uh, about 80 years. And, uh, you know, they were doing relatively well. He came in as the new president of the university and started shaking things up. Good morning, Elva. Good to see you on here as well. Thanks for watching Midweek Motivation Live. Appreciate that. But Chuck came in to run this school and all of the staff, all of the board started asking him questions. And at one of their meetings, um, they asked him this question as the new president of the university. They said, hey, after if after 80 years, um, the faculty's been managing our own affairs, we're doing it well. It's now proposed you want to come in here and change all of our modes of carrying on the school. How do you propose that we should do that? He said, that's an easy answer. There's a new president. The new president. That's how we're going to do it. I have new ideas. Sometimes in the old Western movies, it used to be there's a new sheriff in town, right? And they would say, hey, the outlaws ran the town. Well, there's a new sheriff in town. President Trump was one of the presidents that had that idea, that same mindset. When And there have been others. Teddy Roosevelt was one of them. Lyndon B. Johnson was another one. John F. Kennedy was another one. Ronald Reagan was another one. These were guys that came into the presidency and they were sort of mavericks. They had different ideas. They came from different backgrounds that weren't necessarily political. And when they came into the office, of the presidency of the United States. How many of you know and can attest that they came in and said, hey, we're doing things differently now. We're There's a new sheriff in town. These are the ways that we are going to conduct business. These are the ways we're going to conduct ourselves on the national level and on the international level. We are going to, to change the playing field to where it is set in our favor. America first, right? That's, you know, Donald Trump is a fine example of that. Many of these other presidents in the past, just to rock your way of thinking right here, right now, many presidents in the past 100 years to 150 years of America were just as controversial or mo more so than Donald J. Trump. Read your history, okay? Read your history. So one of the things I recently read, I have a, a, a Bible called the Founder's Bible. And uh, Cody and I, a friend of mine, you know, who's on the show, usually uh, the owner at Fire Slice Pizza. In the Founder's Bible, it is written uh, by Rick Green, David um, uh, Barton as well, who are great historians and teachers on the Constitution and the, the founding of America. And these uh, this Bible, the Founder's, um, came up with so many new ideas about how we're going to run the country at that point. You know, we had colonies and each colony became a state and these states all had their own governments. 
They had a lot of them had their own currency. They had their own people running their state, their region. And they knew that for the country to become unified, they were going to have to put someone in charge to run it. And James Madison begged George Washington to come to this meeting, this first convention of these independent states for them to try to to set the country forward on a new path with new ideas, new methods, new strategies of how to create a unified country out of all of these independent states. George Washington reluctantly showed up, not a politician, and ended up becoming the first president of the United States. It took them months and months to set themselves up in a private room. And believe it or not, we talk about how bad the media is today. Did you know that in the 1700s, the media was just as bad? We had, we had a crazy media and they would run with any story and they could make anything become truth or a lie based on public opinion uh, because that's how people communicated in the late 1700s through the press. So when they came together to meet in Independence Hall, they blocked up all, they boarded up the windows and they forbid, forbid or locked out the press from being in there. And all of these states leaders hashed out Uh, documents, ideas, methods, ways to move forward as a nation. They were all individuals who had strong new ideas of setting the country forward on a path towards success. They didn't want to do things the old way, the way we used to do them when we came here from a foreign country, right? We wanted to be free. Um, The Constitution was written up. It took over a year for everyone to sign it. Many of the Leaders of those uh, states and colonies would not ratify the Constitution until the Bill of Rights was written. So the Bill of Rights had to be written, um, which gives us all of the uh, rights that we have today legally, right? All of the amendments to the Constitution were written uh, before the Constitution could be ratified and eventually become the Constitution of our great nation. This young leader of this college I was telling you about, Chuck Elliott, he went in and said, I'm the new president. We're going to do things my way. He was a precedent setter. He came in and broke all of the rules, started changing the way that major university operated. How many of you know that over his tenure at that university, not only did that university grow exponentially, it it actually grew to the point to where They have a larger staff now of teachers, educators, administrators at that university than they used to carry every year in student count. That university is Harvard. Many of you that know your history will go back and research this and find out the story of Charles Eliot. Charles Eliot was a precedent maker. He set a precedent. He had new ideas on how to do things. And he came in and told him, I'm the new president now. I'm the new sheriff in town. We're going to do things my way. That young man came in and took over the helm of Harvard in 1909, over 100 years ago. He, well, actually, he was the president of Harvard in 1869 until 1909. And when he left, the university had grown 
exponentially. They had a larger um, teacher count, educator count than they had student count. They had grown from 400 students and a handful of teachers to over 400 teachers, professors, educators, and thousands upon thousands of students and set Harvard on a new path to be one of the major seats of education in America. Now, in modern days, things have changed at Harvard, Princeton, Stanford, many of the universities that uh, that we call the Ivy League um, have new ideas. Liberal arts have taken over. Liberal thinking has taken over in a lot of them. But hard work, determination, and grit will never change. But new methods and ideas and strategies will. So these are still these these universities are still considered to be some of the leading uh, leading educational schools in the nation. Uh, many great um, students come out of there. Many new ideas, businesses, methods of of doing things, all from people coming in like Chuck Elliott in the late 1800s to take over Harvard University. Do you have new ideas about how to do things a different way where you work at your company, the things that you do? I'm always learning new ideas at 58 years old. Like I said, doing social media, jumping into video at, at my age is something that's usually, it's usually something reserved for the younger crowd, right? They're social media influencers, and they wander around with a posse of people with cameras recording their every move. Everything they say becomes gospel and they become a big superstar on Instagram and TikTok. I have no desire to uh, be a superstar on TikTok. We will we'll leave that to other people. But you have to continuously have new ideas about how to do things. I don't study the way other people do things so I can copycat them. I study what they do to find out different tips and tricks that that um, get people's attention and can make you successful. But then I blaze forward with my way of doing it, right? I'm a 58-year-old guy doing a midweek motivation live show that goes out everywhere. And uh, I do it all from the comfort of my own office or my home office or whatever location I happen to be in, because this is my way of doing things. I could do it Ed Milet's way. I could do it the same way as Tom Bill you or Lewis Howes. Many of the motivational speakers out there that that come to you and and do it their way, but I do it my way. <laughs> no one can tell me it's right or wrong. The only one that can tell me it's right or wrong is is if you follow me, if you watch the show. And I appreciate each and every one of you that do. When you achieve some level of success in whatever it is that you do, when you have done it your own way, you will find this: there's no feeling like taking a risk and winning. I have a, a team of agents that work for me here at the Patrick Lee Group on my real estate team, and we comment constantly through our messaging. We're always looking at new ways to communicate, um, and we use multiples. Of course, there's text messaging and phone calls, and then there's Facebook Messenger, and we also have a place called Workplace Chat. There's also Telegram, Signal, numerous other um uh, platforms and apps where we all have it. We have a Patrick Lee group page, numerous groups that we can get together in. Uh, we have Verbella, which is EXP world, a virtual world where we have our own avatars and we can go into Verbella and have a meeting with our avatars live all through the internet. So we're always looking at new ways to do things. 
Uh, and when Gary uh, or Glenn Sanford started EXP, he was into technology and he knew that if we could get this to, to work, to come together, that we could do real estate in the cloud. It's number one, it's, it's, it's taking a risk. Um, and he could have been the laughing stock of everyone in the business world. And to some people he was. But through hard work, determination and grit, he, he continued to, to, uh, to move forward as a pioneer in this. And now we own Verbella. We have our own online world. Real estate is conducted in the world. And, uh, and now it's, it's, he is in, an incredible leader, entrepreneur, and looked up as the number two most respected um, person in the entire real estate space in the world according to Inman News, which is pretty incredible. So he uh, he was a pioneer. He stepped out. He did it his way. Real estate at EXP is entirely, it's 100% different than every other company. Yes, we still have to sell homes. Yes, we still sell businesses. We do commercial real estate. We do all of those things. We just do them a new way. He came in and said, we're not going to do it the old way. And that's that's why I'm at EXP Realty. There's nothing, there's no other feeling like taking a risk and winning. And then remember this, the old way isn't always wrong. It may just not be the, the best way to do it now in your business. Whoever's watching the show today, whatever it is that you do, there are some things that will be standards, right? You're going to have the basics of your industry, but the methods of performing your job, the methods of running your company continuously need to become renewed. When you listen to an old song, it's a familiar old song and you may love that song, but how many of you know if you listen to the same song over and over and over all day, every day, you're going to get tired of that song. It's not going to have the same meaning. When you read a book and you highlight it, you take some notes in that book and you set it down. When you come back to it, it's a familiarity with that book. When you reread it, you may learn something new about it. But each time you do that, you learn new thoughts. You think new thoughts. You know what we're always doing? One of the biggest industries in America? Songs. There's a million new ways to get a song on the market, right? Some of them we like, some of them we can't stand. Some of you like the older music. Some of you like the, the younger music. Some like rock. Some like country. Some like rap and hip hop. Some like soul and pop, right? It doesn't matter what you like. How many of you know there are hundreds of thousands of songs written in every genre because there are always new ways to sing a song. Sing a new song. Write new words. Come up with new ways to communicate your ideas. New ways new methods of doing your job. You be you. Every one of you has something important in you. You have a thought process. You have a method. You have thought of a new idea. You may have a witty invention, an idea of a new product in your head. And I urge you to come up with a way to get that to the market. Call an attorney. Call a patent attorney. Do a drawing. Write it down that that it's plain that you can share your idea with other people, get that idea protected. There's a document you can use to protect your idea. Then you can share that idea with a patent attorney and see if it has merit. If it's a process for making pizza, you may be the next revolutionist in pizza making, whether it's medicine or literary arts or writing or art, drawing, designing, whatever it is, you be you. 
you have something of value to offer to your industry, to your job, to your team, to your business, and they need that. Think a new thought, sing a new song, come up with a new plan, a new method, a new strategy to move forward. Hey man, this has been Patrick Lee with Midweek Motivation Live. I hope you like the show today. That is my challenge to you today. Your, your bonus tip, do it your way. Frank Sinatra sang that 50 years ago. I did it my way, right? Frank Sinatra sang just a little bit off key because he was partially deaf in one ear. And because he was different, he became famous. Hard work, grit, and determination carried him to the top of his field as a, as a crooner. In his day, he's a pop artist, right? And today, there are many people out there imitating Frank Sinatra, but there will only be one Frank Sinatra, right? It doesn't matter if you're Harry Connick Jr. It doesn't matter if you're Michael Buble. It doesn't matter if you're a jazz person and your dad was a great jazz musician before you. The, the great people come back and they, they do it their way. That's my challenge to you today. Courage begins at the end of your comfort zone. Don't forget that. Get outside of your comfort zone. Get out of your bubble. Get out of your box. Go do something different today. You guys have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.